Elizabeth Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Softball. Today's game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Softball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Loudonville High School, year number one of their new softball field here at Loudonville High School. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along for this sectional semifinal tournament softball game as we bring you Waynedale Golden Bears Girls Softball today, and they will be playing game number one on their trek to defend their district championship from a year ago, and they will be on the road taking on the Loudonville Redbirds this afternoon. Waynedale 12 and 15 on the year, 6 and 8 in Wayne County Athletic League play. Loudonville comes in as the fourth seed in the tournament, and they are 15 and 8 on the year overall. But they've got an excellent conference record at 9 and 2 this year. As we said, Waynedale, the defending district champions, they won it last year, went into the regionals, and lost in the regional semifinal to Warren Champion, but they've been struggling to find their rhythm this year. They lost last night to Hillsdale 4-2 to in a game that they should have won, left a lot of players on base. But they are coming into this one with a chance to extend their season one game by winning here this afternoon. Loudonville, they won their last game on Saturday 21 to nothing. Morgan Temple blasted a pair of home runs for Loudonville in that game, and Temple will be the pitcher here this afternoon, and as a matter of fact, in that game against Central Christian on Saturday, she pitched a no-hitter, and she will be going up against Megan Amstutz, the sophomore. Amstutz with a record of 10-9 and this year, a 3.56 ERA, and she will be on the mound for the Bears trying to win this one here this afternoon. We'll be back to take a look at what is going on around baseball and softball action, bring you up to date on the tournament brackets as far as baseball is concerned, and we'll get this one underway from Loudonville when we return right after this initial timeout. OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 
Well, it doesn't look like we're going to have any rain in the situation for today's game, although we do have some clouds now gathering above. We're located outside in right center field looking at things. Uh, this is about the only cover that they've got at this new ball field for Loudonville High School, but still in all, we've got a good situation here where we can see everything. It's not like Chippewa where sometimes you get blocked away from doing the baseball game out there, but this one is just an excellent venue at the bottom of the hills right next to the baseball field over to the right of us. Our next broadcast game, as far as the Bears baseball team is concerned, is coming up on uh, next Monday afternoon as the Bears will be at Norwayne to take on the Chippewa Chips, the team that they are tied for for the first place spot in the Wayne County Athletic League. That will be in the district semis, and that game will begin at 2 o'clock. Now, a lot of people were kind of shocked as to the game time next Monday, but you've got to remember that they've got two games that they have to play. The second game will be Rittman and Manchester, and that game should get underway at about 4.30, 5 o'clock, depending upon how fast this Chippewa-Waynedale game goes. And If it is any indication over the past few years, well, it should be a long one, and we'll bring you that game here on Ultimate Sports Talk as far as that district semifinal game is concerned between Waynedale and Chippewa. Yesterday in baseball action in the Norwayne sectional finals, Chippewa got into that game against Waynedale, winning one to nothing over Triway, and then Manchester defeated Orville three to two. Orville really putting up a good fight against the number one seed, and Rittman got by Fairless 5-1. to one. Also, Highland shut out Woodsfield-Monroe Central 16 to nothing, and Central Christian blanked Canton Heritage Christian 1 to nothing in the Division IV Medina sectional semifinal. In baseball action today, outside of tournament play, Northwest is at Norway, Madison goes to Warville, CVCA will be at Triway, it's Tusky Valley at Tusla, West Holmes goes to Ashland, Glen Oak, will play Worcester in the Division I Canton sectional semifinal. Central Christian and Heritage Christian, that is Central Christian, plays Dalton this afternoon in the Division IV Medina sectional final. Mapleton and Lake Ridge, they will play in the Division IV Medina sectional final. The winner of that game will then play Hillsdale. In softball action yesterday, it was Chippewa over Smithville 19-1. Dalton beat Norway 1-0. Northwestern took... Uh, Rittman by a score of 14 to 1. It was Madison over Orville in nine innings, 11 to 6. Ashland beat West Holmes 7 to 3, and it was Perry over Worcester in the Division One Maslin sectional final, two to nothing. And an action going on today. It is Dalton at Central Christian. Loudonville goes uh, to the Ashland MVD Classic, and that will be coming up later on. Uh, this afternoon. A lot of action going on here today as now we're getting our picture taken by Bill Hostetler who does a lot of the pictures for Waynedale and he's here this afternoon taking pictures. We're getting set to get this one underway as Loudonville is taking the field. We will be back to check the batting order for this afternoon's game and have the first pitch on UltimateSportsTalk.com right after this. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This Wayndale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville. 
The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Wayndale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, let's check the batting order for this afternoon. And the visiting team, of course, on the scoreboard will be the Wayndale Lady Bears. They will lead off Kendall Lloyd. She'll play shortstop here this afternoon. Riley Poling will bat second, and she is in center field. And Lloyd leads off the ball game as we're going to get this one underway right away with a base hit to left center field. So Kendall gets a base hit to left center for the first hit of the ball game, and that will bring up Riley Poling. Carmen Huntsberger will be right behind her. Of course, Poling bats left-handed on the year coming into this afternoon's game as she swings and misses at that first offering. 0-1 the count. Poling batting 337 on the year. Huntsberger on deck. Morgan Wiss will bat cleanup. We'll get the rest of the lineup here in just a moment. Poling now bunts it down the third base side and foul again. And the count goes 0-2. Megan Omstutz will bat fifth. Jade Mast is at first base this afternoon batting sixth. It's Chloe McFern in left field batting seventh. Destiny Underwood, the DH, batting eighth. And then Sidney Miller at second, batting ninth. And polling swings and pops it up into center field. Coming over is the center fielder for Loudonville. And that is Edmondson. Edmondson will grab it. But before she did, she ran into the right fielder and almost dropped the ball. So one out here in the first inning of play as polling. Flies to right, and it brings up Carmen Huntsberger. Huntsberger swings and misses on that first pitch, 0-1. Huntsberger on the year batting 5-0-6, but no home runs this year for the senior catcher. She's going to Mount Vernon next year, and that pitch is down low. 1-1 the count. Wiss is on deck for the Bears. Lloyd still at first base. And the wind by Temple, and the pitch is down low. Now the throw to first base. Lloyd has got to go back with a head-first dive as the catcher, Wickline, came up and fired a nice strike to first base. But Lloyd got back in just in time. 2 and one the count to Huntsberger. And the pitch swung on and topped right out in front of the plate. Coming over is Temple. Temple picks it up, throws to first base in time to get Huntsberger, and going to second is Lloyd. So Huntsberger on the sacrifice, thrown out at first. Lloyd now is at second base, two outs, and it brings up Morgan Wiss. Wiss on the year hitting 344 with 18 RBIs, and she's got a run-scoring situation here. Wisp hits from the right side and takes that first pitch in tight, ball one. Amstutz, who's the starting pitcher today, is on deck. Temple threw a no-hitter against Central Christian on Saturday, and the first batter of the game, Kendall Lloyd, got the hit against her. And that pitch is up high to Wiss, and the count is now 2-0. and The only bad thing about being out here in center field is that you've got to really keep track of the ball strike count because the scoreboard's facing away from you. That pitch is outside, and the count now 3-0 and to Morgan Wiss. Amstutz waiting on deck. Temple into the wind, and the 3-0 pitch is over the heart of the plate for a called strike. 3-1 and the count. Winner of this ball game will play tomorrow 
against the Triway Black River winner. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play by Wiss, and the count now full three and two. Now, depending upon who wins that game, will be where it will be held. And this one. 3-2 pitch. Wiss lines it right to the shortstop for Loudonville. Sprang, and she catches it for the third out of the inning. So for Waynedale here in the first inning, they get no runs on one base hit, leave a runner on, and as we head to the bottom of the first, we've got no score. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, Megan Amstutz will be the pitcher here this afternoon for the Lady Bears. Like we said, coming into this ball game, Amstutz, the sophomore, has a record of 10 and 9 on the year, a 3.56 ERA. On the season, she has allowed 64 runs and 65 innings pitched, 88 hits. She has struck out 23 and walked 21. And she will be facing the lineup like this for Loudonville. Leitenberger, the first baseman, will lead it off. Spring at shortstop, bat second. Wickline, Sarah Wickline, will be the number three hitter. She's the catcher. Temple is the pitcher, and she'll back cleanup. Leedy is at second base, batting fifth. Then comes Candell at third. Edmondson will be the center fielder, batting seventh. Graham, the DH, is batting eighth. And Hendrick, in left field, will be batting ninth today for the Loudonville Redbirds, who come into this one with a record of 14-8 and eight on the year. They were the number four seed heading into this tournament. So Leitenberger leads it off for Loudonville, right-handed pitcher, and Amstutz starts her off with a fastball over the inside corner, swung on and missed for a strike. 0-1 the count. Indians playing this afternoon in Houston, trying to take two out of three from the Astros, and in the sixth inning they were down 3-2. to two. No score here. Leitenberger pops it up on the infield over near the third base side as the third baseman masked for Waynedale, and she grabs it for the first out of the inning. So Leitenberger fouls out to third, and it brings up Spring, the shortstop. Spring, right-handed hitter. We'll check the defensive lineman for Waynedale here in just a second for you. And the pitch from Amstutz is down low and inside, ball one. Riley Poling is in center. Chloe McFern in left, Riley Poling in center. Hershberger is in right around the outfield. Mast is at third. Lloyd at short. Sidney Miller at second. And that pitch is a called strike over the inside corner to spring. One and one the count. Mast is at first. Behind the plate is Huntsberger. And the pitcher is Amstutz with a one out, one and one count to spring, and that pitch is swung on and fouled straight back against the screen. And the count is one and two. 
just gorgeous scenery here at Loudonville. Boy, you look over as we peer in towards home plate, right behind home plate, just nice rustic hills. That pitch swung on and foul tipped as Spring stays alive, fouling it back to the screen. And the count stays at one and two. Sarah Wickline is on deck for Loudonville. Omstutz into the wind, and the one-two swung on and missed. Strike three. So Spring goes down swinging. First K of the afternoon for Omstutz. Two away here in the first inning, and it brings up Sarah Wickline. Wickline had a monster day on Saturday for Loudonville, and she takes that first pitch outside. Bases are empty. Nobody on. Wickline tripled, doubled, had two hits, scored five times for Loudonville in the win over Central Christian. And that pitch is outside, ball two. So after coming in tight to the first two hitters, Amstutz staying away from Wickline. Temple is on deck. And Temple had an even bigger day against Central Christian, not only pitching that no-hitter, but at the plate. That pitch is inside for a called strike. Two and one the count. Loudonville came into this one with a record of 15 and 8 on the year, 9 and 2 in the NBC. And the 2 1 swung on, fly ball, near shortstop. Lloyd calls for it, grabs it, and that'll do it here in the first inning of play. And as we head to inning number two, we've got no score from Loudonville. Casa de Sassi is a family owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like Timeless Values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, let me correct myself from the last inning. It is Morgan Wiss playing third base this afternoon, not Mast. Mast is playing first base, and Wiss is playing third base here this afternoon. Amstutz will be leading it off for the Lady Bears, the pitcher. Amstutz on the year, hitting 412 as a sophomore. Only one home run this year by the Lady Bears. That is completely different from what they had last year. Amstutz left-handed hitter. Temple into the wind, and the pitch to the plate is down low, bounces in front of the plate for a ball. The Lady Bears were a home run hitting machine a year ago. This year they've got one, that coming off the bat of Kendall Lloyd. And the 1-0 down low again to Amstutz, 2-0 the count. Jade Mast is on deck, and then comes Chloe McFern. And the 2-0 pitch to Amstutz, swung on and topped foul or fair, it's going to be 
right inside the bag at third and picked up and throw her to first base, not in time to get Amstutz. So Amstutz with the second hit of the ball game for the Lady Bears. She gets an infield single. Second inning in a row, the Bears have led off with a base hit. And it brings to the plate Jade Mast. Mast hitting 326, left-handed hitter. Moved into the starting lineup over the last few games. And she steps out of the batter's box to take the signs in from Stu Swinehart in the third base coach's box. Lloyd coaching in the first base coach's box. Mast squares the bunt, pulls the bat back, takes it down low for a ball. McFern is on deck. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate is squaring again, Mast, and she takes that one down low also. So the count now 2-0. Mast crouches at the plate, squares the bunt, tops it, misses it, and the count will now go 2-1. and one. And she squared the bunt, tried to go for it, and the count now 2-1. and one. And that pitch is swung on and bunted, or bunted, I should say, foul up the third base side. And the count now evens at 2-2. Two and two. And we're going to have to guess a lot on the counts. And yes, I believe it is. Nope, it's 3-1 and one is the count. The umpire just signaled 3-1 and one the count. Temple in the motion. And the 3-1 pitch to the plate. She swings and fouls it straight back. And the count is now 3-2. and two. This is a good view of the ball game until the base umpire gets right in between us and the plate. And that pitch by Mass swung on a miss, throw down to first base and back in time. Standing is Amstutz, but that is the first strikeout of the game for Temple. And it brings up Chloe McFern. Chloe this year hitting 186, starting in left field today. Right-handed batter, she squares the bunt, takes that pitch right over the heart of the plate for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Destiny Underwood's on deck. Temple, the 1-0, McFern, bunts it right out in front of the plate, picked up by the catcher, Wickline, and she will throw down to second, not in time, and McFern is going to be out at first base as they threw it over there and got her. So McFern completes the sacrifice. Moving to second is Megan Amstutz. Anna brings to the plate Destiny Underwood. Underwood swings and misses at the first offering. 0-1 the count. Sidney Miller is on deck for the Lady Bears. And the 0-1, that pitch is down low. Underwood taking it. 1-1 the count. One ball, one strike to Underwood. And that pitch swung on and fouled just to the right of the plate. Just got a piece of that one off the end of the bat. And the count now moves to one and two. And the two-strike pitch to the plate swung on and missed strike three. So that'll do it for the Bears here in the inning. They don't score. We head to the bottom of the second. And it's Waynedale nothing, Loudonville nothing. 
Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium-high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Well, leading it off for Loudonville here in the second inning of play is Morgan Temple. Of course, we talked about her no-hitter on Saturday against Central Christian. Well, she also had a big day at the plate. She had a pair of homers, seven RBIs, and four runs scored in that game. So had she been eligible for the Lem's Pizza start of the game, she probably would have been the hands-down favorite. But... Not today, as she steps in, big, strong, right-handed hitter, and she takes that first pitch from Amstutz for a called strike over the inside corner. Leedy's on deck, and then comes Candell for Loudonville. Amstutz got through the first inning, one, two, three, and she throws that pitch, a changeup. Swung on and fouled back against the screen. Temple had a good cut on that, but just was underneath it. And the count now 0-2. Amstutz in the wind. And the 0-2 pitch, that is upstairs. Temple laid off of it. And the count is 1-2. Winner of this game plays the winner of the Triway-Black River game. And like we said, a lot of things have to happen for if Wayndale to win this game for them to host the game tomorrow. That pitch is outside to Temple, and the count evens at 2-2. Two because of the seeding situation, when you look at the bracket, Wayndale was the number nine seed, Loudonville the number five seed, Triway's number ten, and Black River's number six. That pitch is swung on and fouled down the left field side, not a play. And the count stays two and two. If Loudonville wins, they host it tomorrow. If Wayndale wins, they've got to hope that Triway defeats Black River. That's the only way that they can host the game tomorrow. Amstutz, two and two, and the pitch to Temple. Called strike three over the inside corner, caught Temple looking. So Temple expecting something else other than that pitch, and she goes down looking. That's the second strike out of the day for Amstutz, one away, and it brings up Leedy. Leedy, second baseman, right-handed hitter, slight crouch, stands close to the plate and takes that first pitch right down the middle. 0-1 the count. Amstutz able to get ahead of the hitters here in the first inning and a third. Backs off the top of the rubber, now steps back on top, and delivers the 0-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. Nice sweeping, breaking pitch from Amstutz, and the count now 
Of course, Lexi Faldi pitched all of last year, barely had anyone else pitch for her, and the 0-2 pitch is outside. Leedy stayed off of it, 1-2 and two the count. This year it's been Amstutz and Wiss that have pitched. I think that was one of the problems that happened last year. Lexi Faldi just ran out of gas towards the end of the year. But this year I don't think the Bears would have that kind of a problem. That pitch swung on and missed by Leedy, strike three. So Leedy goes down swinging, three strikeouts in the ballgame. Three of the first five have gone down via the strikeout route. Anna brings up Candell, the third baseman. She's another right-handed hitter. Short, powerful right-hand stroke. And that pitch is upstairs to Candell. 0-1 the count, or 1-0 the count, excuse me. Amstutz pawing around now at the on the hill. Now back up on top. And delivers that pitch. Swung on a foul. Tipped in and out of the glove of Kuntzberger. And the count now evens at 1-1. One and one. Well, the Indians and the Astros are tied up at three apiece in the ninth inning as Carlos Santana tripled to center field. And then Napoli drove him home. So they tied the ball game up in the ninth inning. 3-3. Three, three. And that pitch is fouled in the dirt. By Candell, and the count now one and two. Two away here in the second inning. We've got no score from Loudonville in the sectional semifinal. And the wind in the pitch is a called strike three. Nice pitch over the inside corner. And Omstutz strikes out the side. She's got four Ks on the afternoon, a one, two, three inning. And as we head to the third, we've still got no score. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Nothing, nothing as we head to the top of the third inning of play. Sidney Miller, left-handed batter, the second baseman, squares to bunt, dumps it off in front of the plate, picking up his wick line, and the umpire now calls it a foul ball. So wick line picked it up in foul territory. Nice bunt by Miller. It looked like she may have been able to beat it out, but the ump behind the plate called it a foul ball, and the count now is 0-1. After Miller, then comes to the top of the order, Kendall Lloyd, and then Riley Poling. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Again, Miller squares the bunt and takes it back, but it's a called strike over the outside corner. So Temple ahead of Miller now, 0-2. And into the wind is the righty, and that pitch is down low and outside. Miller held off of it. Count now goes one ball, two strikes. 
Bear baseball team will be playing at home tomorrow afternoon, senior day against Hillsdale. That pitch is high and outside to Sydney. And the count evens at two and two. Game time for that one, five o'clock. And then of course, as I said, they'll be back in the district semifinals facing Chippewa on Monday at two. And that pitch is upstairs to Miller. So she was down 0-2, but she's now run the string. Three balls, two strikes the count. To the leadoff girl for Wayne Dell here in the third. And the payoff pitch swung on and tapped to third base. Coming in and picking it up is Candell. Throw over to first base in time to get Sidney Miller. So one away here in the first inning as Miller grounds the third. And it brings up Kendall Lloyd, who in the first inning deposited the first pitch of the ball game out into left center field for a base hit. Breaking up any thoughts that Temple may have had on back-to-back no-hitters. And that pitch is taken over the inside corner for a called strike by Lloyd. 0-1 the count. Lloyd 1-for-1 on the afternoon. And the one-strike pitch to the plate. Swung on. Fly ball out into right center field. Going back is Hendrick. And it's over her head. And it will go up against the fence. And Lloyd will jog into second base with a double. So Kendall Lloyd now 2-for-2 in the ball game with a single and a double. She took that one right up the gap in right center field. Went with the pitch. So with one down, the Bears have a runner at second base and scoring opportunity. And it brings to the plate Riley Poling. Poling fly to right her first time up. And she squares and dumps that one behind the plate foul. Poling has got that run and swing down pat. And that's what she tried to do there. And she's down in the count 0-1. Huntsberger's on deck. And the 0-1 pitch swung on and missed by Poling. Lloyd hanging close at second base. And the count now 0-2. No balls, two strikes the count to Poling. No score here in the third. And that pitch is swung on and dumped up the third base side. Foul. And Poling remains alive at 0-2. Polling on the year came into the ball game hitting 337 with 11 RBIs. And that pitch is swung on and missed on a pitch in the dirt. Strike three. So Polling goes down swinging. Two away. And it brings to the plate Carmen Huntsberger. Huntsberger leads the team in RBIs with 33, or excuse me, with 43 this year. 32. Looking at the wrong title, and she grounds it to third. Picked up, throw to first base in time, and that'll do it for the Bears here in this third inning of play. They get a runner on after the double by Lloyd, but can't get her across. And as we head to the bottom of the third, it's Waynedale nothing, Loudonville nothing. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, 
Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, Morgan Amstutz is making Amstutz, excuse me, has faced the minimum here through the first two innings. Three up, three down in each inning. And she'll face the bottom three in the batting order. Edmondson, Graham, and Hendrick will come up for Loudonville. Amstutz so far struck out the side in the last inning. She's struck out four of the last five that she has faced. She's got four strikeouts here this afternoon. Edmondson, the center fielder, right-handed hitter, steps in to get this third inning underway. Amstutz, every inning, has to come out, and that first pitch is over the inside corner for a called strike, 0-1. She has to come out and fill in the hole that Temple digs in front of the rubber. And that's what takes a little bit longer when Waynedale is out on the field. The next pitch is swung on and popped foul up the third base side and hits against the third base dugout screen. And the count now is 0-2 to Edmondson. Pitchers, sometimes they like a hole right in front of the rubber. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they like it off to the side. Every pitcher is different. And Amstutz and Temple obviously are different as to where they like the hole and where they don't. And the next pitch is swung on and popped over to first base. And grabbing it is masked in the air for the out. So Edmondson flies out to first, one away. And it brings up Graham, the DH. Graham, strong, right-handed hitter. Steps into the batter's box. One away here in the third. And the pitch from Amstutz swung on and fouled over the first base dugout and out of play. Waynedale's in the first base dugout here today. Loudonville in the third base dugout. As we said, this is just an excellent facility that Loudonville has put together. They built the baseball field two years ago, and then they put the softball field in this year. First year they've used it. Owen won the count to Graham. And that pitch is down low for a ball. One and one the count. Bears player straight away in the outfield. And close to third is Wiss, and that pitch is swung on and missed. Nice pitch for Momstutz, and the count now one and two. Sectional semifinal game here this afternoon on Ultimate Sports Talk. One and two the count. No score here in the third inning. And the pitch is a nice breaking pitch over the outside corner for a called strike three. So Graham goes down looking. Five Ks in the afternoon for Amstutz. She's got that off-speed pitch working extremely well, and it brings up the bottom of the order, Hedrick. Hedrick, right-handed batter again, holds the bat high. And the pitch from Amstutz swung on and lined just off the third base dugout and down the left field line. Foul. Owen won the count. Hedrick got way out in front of that changeup. They're in the 10th inning in Houston. Still tied up at three apiece between the Indians and the Astros. 
And the 0-1 pitch swung on. Popped foul. Back and out of play behind home plate. And the count now goes to 0-2. No balls, two strikes the count. As they looked at the radar earlier today, it looked like the rain was going to stay away from here until about 8 o'clock tonight. And it's just a gorgeous day for baseball right now. And that pitch, check swing by Hedrick just outside. And the count is 1-2. and two. Amstutz has retired eight in a row, looking for nine here with a one and two count. That pitch swung on, popped up over to shortstop. Kendall Lloyd's got a beat on it and grabs it, and that'll do it for Loudonville. They've gone three up, three down in the first three innings. We head to the fourth. We've got no score. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, your line score through three innings of play, pretty easy. For Waynedale, no runs, three hits. They've left three on base, no errors for Waynedale, and for Loudonville, zeros across the board. No runs, no hits, nobody left on base, and they've not committed an error either. So leading it off for the Waynedale Lady Bears here in the fourth, as we've got no score, it will be Morgan Wiss, then comes Megan Amstutz and Jade Mast. First time up, Wiss lined out to the shortstop. Right-handed batter, and she takes the first pitch right down Main Street for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Wiss batting 344 with 18 RBIs this year. And that pitch swung on. Fly ball going out to center field coming in as Edmondson. And she grabs it for the first out of the inning. So Wiss flies to center. And it brings up Megan Amstutz. Amstutz reached on an infield single her first time up. Left-handed batter. Amstutz. Twirling a gem here this afternoon through the first three innings. And that pitch is swung on and topped out in front of the plate, and it'll be foul as the catcher Wickline picked it up in foul territory. That was going to be trouble, even though it was just to the right of Wickline. She was going to have a tough angle to try to throw Amstutz out at first base. Jade Mast is on deck for the Lady Bears. Owen won the count. And the pitch to the plate is a called strike on a nice changeup from Temple. And the count is 0-2. Temple trying to change speeds here this afternoon, not sticking exclusively with the fastball. And that pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. So Amstutz goes down swinging. Four strikeouts on the afternoon for Temple. Two away. And it brings up Jade Mast, the first baseman. Mast struck out her first time up. Left-handed hitter, slight crouch at the plate, swings and lines that one down the left field line. Fair ball over the third baseman, Candell's head, and Mast is safe at first. So Mast, going with the pitch, lined it right down the third base line. Candell was playing in close at third, as they normally do in softball, and it went right over her head and into left field. So Mast on at first base with two down, and it brings up McFern. 
Chloe sacrificed her last time up, and she fouls that ball out in front of the plate. And Wickline will grab it, and that'll do it for the Bears here in the fourth inning of play. They get a runner on, but can't bring her across. And as we head to the bottom of the fourth, we're still scoreless from Loudonville. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances. Track and budget your spending and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. A good little pitcher's duel going on in this one. We've got no score heading into the bottom of the fourth inning, and it's the top of the order again for Loudonville. Leitenberger, Spring, and Wickline, the top three. As Obstutz has faced nine batters, and he raced all nine in the first three innings, and that pitch is swung on and fouled over the first base side and out of play. Leitenberger fouled out to third her first time up to lead off the game for the Lady Redbirds, so she's 0 for 1, 0 and 1 the count to her, right-handed hitter. Obstutz the pitch, swung on and topped over the third base dugout this time, so she's an equal opportunity dugout foul over. And the count now is 0-2. First pitch was over the first base dugout. Second pitch over the third base dugout. 0-2 the count. Amstutz. Into the wind and the two-strike pitch is swung on and popped out into right field. Coming over is Hershberger into foul territory, and it goes foul. She couldn't catch up to it, but the ball went foul, and the count remains 0-2. Right now, Spring, or excuse me, Leitenberger, is hitting the ball all over the field. Let's see what Amstutz decides to come away with. Again, she's pawing at the front of that rubber, trying to fill in the hole that Temple put in there. And that pitch, hit her. Got her right on the midsection, and Leitenberger will walk down to first base. So that breaks the string of nine in a row. First hit batter here in this ball game, and on the year, Amstutz, That's the 10th batter that she has plunked. And it brings to the plate Spring, the shortstop. Spring squares the bunt, bunts it out in front of the plate. Picking it up is the third baseman. Wiss throws to first base in time. And rounding second and going all the way to third because there was nobody covering is Leitenberger. So the sacrifice by Spring gets the out at first, but Leitenberger very alertly Rounded second and headed to third because there was nobody at third base covering the bag. So there's one away. And it brings to the plate Sarah Wickline with one down. And that pitch is high and outside. Ball one. 
One and oh the count to Wickline. Three ball or that pitch is outside and high. Ball two. Leitenberger at third. Loudonville with the first real scoring opportunity, and now they're going to throw a pitch outside, and they're going to go ahead and walk Leitenberger and set up the double play. It's now 3-0, and and now they throw the next pitch outside, ball four. So Wickline is intentionally walked. First walk to the ball game, given up by Amstutz. Runners at first and third. Anna brings up Temple. This is interesting strategy from Stu Swinehart, bringing up their major power hitter with two runners on and intentionally walking one to get to her. And that pitch is up high. And now Loudonville is going to go ahead and send Wickline down to second. So now first base is open as Wickline takes second unopposed. 1-0 the count to Temple. One down here in the inning. Runners at second and third for Loudonville. The bottom of the fourth. And the next pitch swung on and missed. Boy, Temple pulled her left shoulder out on that pitch. Had no chance of hitting it. She couldn't see what she was swinging at if she pulled out so bad. Count is even one and one. Leitenberger at third. Wickline is at second. First base is open. And the 1-1 pitch to Temple swung on. Lined into left field for a base hit. And that will score two runs as Wickline comes around to score. And the base hit to left field by Temple. Drives home two runs. And Loudonville takes the lead here in the fourth inning. Two to nothing. Anna brings to the plate leading. Temple at first base after the one-out, two-run base hit. Leedy struck out her first time up. Amstutz running into trouble here in the fourth inning. Loudonville has broken through. They're the first team to score, and they lead it 2-0. Leedy 0-for-1, right-handed batter, takes that first pitch, and that hitter, second-hit batsman of the inning, as Leedy... Got hit almost the same spot that Leitenberger did, right in the midsection. So now Loudonville has got a runner at second in Temple. And a runner at first in Zleedy. And it brings to the plate Candell with runners at first and second. And that pitch is outside for a ball. One another count. Amstutz running into trouble here in this inning. 1-0 1-0 the count to Candell. And the 1-0 swung on and missed. Nice inside fastball from Omstutz. Count evens 1-1. One one. Nice to see the administration from Waynedale here this afternoon. The athletic director, Chris Lapish, and the principal, Roth. Don't get a chance to see them at ball games very often, especially the principal. That pitch swung on and missed. And the count now is one and two. Omstutz with one away, runners at first and second here in the fourth. Loudonville leads at two nothing. And the one two pitch called strike three over the heart of the plate. Candell goes down looking. Two away and it brings up Edmondson. Runners still at first and second. 
Omstutz with two down now. And the pitch is a called strike over the inside corner. 0-1 the count. Now suddenly Omstutz is starting to spot her pitches a little bit better than she did earlier in this inning. Two down. Runners at first and second. Temple at second. Leedy at first. And the 0-1 is top foul behind the plate. And the count now moves to 0-2. Graham's on deck if Edmondson can keep this inning alive. Owen to the count to Edmondson, the center fielder. Amstutz up on top of the hill, into the motion, and the 0-2 swung on and fouled straight back again to the backstop. And the count stays 0-2. Weendale trying to defend their district championship from a year ago. First time they had ever gotten to the regionals was last year. They're trying to get back there again this year, but they're down 2 nothing. And the next pitch is swung on and fouled right off of the shoulder of Carmen Huntsberger, the catcher, and over to the right side. She took that one right off the shoulder. But turns around and walks right back behind the plate after picking up the foul ball, and the count remains 0-2 to Edmondson. She spoiled a couple of pitches here. And Amstutz, two out, pitch to the plate, swung on and fouled down the left field side and out of play. Hit right on top of the fence and bounced out of play. And the count remains 0-2. So Edmondson continues to spoil some pitches here. Still 3-3, the Indians and the Astros. That pitch is upstairs. Huntsberger had to reach up high to her right side and catch that one, and the count now 1-2 and two to Edmondson. Graham's on deck. Hopefully we'll be able to get a score from that Triway Black River game for you. That winner of this one plays the winner of that one. That pitch is outside, ball two. Amstutz came up with a high fastball, the last pitch, and now this next pitch. She tried to be a little fine and catch the outside corner. Couldn't do it. Count evens two and two. And the pitch from Amstutz swung on and fouled in and out of the glove of Huntsberger. So Edmondson stays alive. Boy, this is a good at bat by the center fielder for the Redbirds. She has spoiled some pitches and stayed alive. Two and two the count. Runner still at first and second. And the pitch to the plate swung on and Popped foul over on the left-hand side. Ed Huntsberger gives a dive towards the first base dugout and can't come up with it. So again, a foul ball. And staying alive is Hunt Edmondson. 2 nothing. Loudonville leading it here in the fourth inning. Two down. And the next pitch is a change-up, bounced in front of the plate. Nice stop by Huntsberger. And the count now is full three and two, so the runners will be moving. Two down, full count. Amstutz checking in for the sign. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled down the left-hand side, giving chase as Lloyd, but it goes foul. And the count remains three and two. So the runners will be off and running again. And like we said, Edmondson, this is a heck of an bat for her. 
She was down 0-2, fouled a few pitches off. Then even to count it 2-2, fouled a few more off. Now it's 3-2. And And the payoff pitch, there go the runners, swung on and grounded it short. Lloyd comes in, picks it up, throws across in time to get the runner there, and that'll do it for Loudonville here in this fourth inning of play. But they break through for the first two runs of the game, and as we head to the fifth, your score, it's Loudonville 2, Waynedale nothing. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek drive-thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek drive-thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8. Located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. So the Lady Bears will send up Destiny Underwood, Sidney Miller, and then the top of the order, Kendall Lloyd here in the fifth inning of play. Loudonville came through with two runs, and they lead it two to nothing. As we head to the fifth, and the first pitch to Underwood is on the outside corner for a called strike. Owen won the count. And the next pitch to Underwood is down low. One and one the count. Temple spinning a shutout. And the 1-1 pitch to Underwood swung on and missed. She got tied up on an inside pitch. Couldn't get her hands out in front of it. And the count is 1-2 now to Underwood. Underwood struck out her first time up. And now she swings and hits a fly ball out to center field. Edmondson comes in and puts it away for the first out of the inning. One away. Bears have had four hits in the ball game. Loudonville just one, but it's Loudonville on top of it. Two to nothing. Thanks to a big base hit after a couple of hit batsmen. And that first pitch to Sidney Miller is down low for a ball. One and the count. Kendall Lloyd is on deck, the leadoff hitter. And the one oh Miller takes that one up high. And the count is two and oh. Two balls, no strikes to Sidney Miller, and the pitch to the plate is swung on and missed. Two balls, one strike. I know in talking with Sid Klein, the Waynedale girls coach, he's got big plans for Sidney Miller next year as a defensive specialist. Right now she's ahead in the count, two and one, and she grounds that one to shortstop. Coming in is the shortstop for Loudville and can't get to it, and Miller is on with the slap infield single. Every inning in this game, Waynedale has gotten somebody on. And now it's Sidney Miller's turn. And it brings up Kendall Lloyd, who's two for two. Lloyd is singled and doubled. And the pitch to the senior is taken upstairs for a ball. 
one and know the count. Riley Poling is on deck. One and oh, and the pitch to Lloyd is down low and in the dirt. Two and oh. Temple being very careful what she does here with Lloyd. Miller on at first base with one down here in the fifth inning of play. Two nothing Loudonville. And the pitch is outside. Ball three. So Lloyd way ahead in the count, three and oh. Temple peers in, and the 3-0 pitch is over at the knees for a called strike. Lloyd was taking all the way. Miller still at first base after getting the infield single in the 3-1 pitch. Swung on, fly ball. Center field, Edmondson goes back deep, and she'll grab it about 10 feet in front of the fence. Lloyd gave it a ride, but didn't have enough underneath it, so there are two down. Miller holds at first base. That's the first time Loudonville has gotten Lloyd here today, and it brings up Riley Poling. Poling 0 for 2. Fly to right and struck out. And she bunts that one up the third base side, and Poling is going to beat it out to first base, and Miller will stay right at second. So the bunt single by Poling, second hit of the inning for the Bears, puts runners at first and at second, still two down, but it brings up Carmen Huntsberger. Huntsberger comes to the plate after a sacrifice and grounding to third. And this is an opportunity for the Bears to cut this lead at least in half. And that pitch is taken at the knees by Huntsberger. A nice changeup. 0-1 the count. Temple really changing up her speeds here in this fifth inning. And the 0-1. Swung on. Fly ball out into medium deep center field. Coming in as Edmondson. And she grabs it. And that'll do it for the Bears here in this fifth inning of play. They get a couple of hits, but no runs. We head to the bottom of the fifth, and it's still 2 nothing Loudonville. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidell Funeral Home in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Loudonville busted through for two runs in the last inning of play. They lead it two to nothing here against the Waynedale Lady Bears. And here in the bottom of the fifth inning, it will be Graham Hedrick and then the top of the order, Leitenberger. Graham. 0 for 1 in the afternoon. She is one of the six strikeouts that Amstutz has registered here today. And the first pitch to her is low and in tight. Ball one. Amstutz in the last inning and here in this one, and again she's trying to fill in that hole in front of the rubber, has not been getting ahead of the hitters. 
as she was in the first three innings when she retired nine in a row. And the next pitch is swung on and top foul behind home plate. And the count evens at one and one. Boy, you couldn't ask for any better day to play this game. Earlier today, it was just cloudy outside, drizzling, sometimes rain on the way down here from Worcester. Boy, it was really raining. And then you got down about halfway down here, and the skies parted, the clouds parted, and the rain went away. That pitch is inside and low. And the count now two and one. Two balls, one strike, the count. And the pitch is just low and inside. And the count now three and one to Graham. Boy, that that pitch must have just missed off the inside. Three and one the count to Graham. And the pitch to the plate swung on and grounded a second. Miller moves to her right, picks it up, throw to first in time. So there's one away as Graham grounds out to second. And it brings up Hedrick. They're in the bottom of the 11th at Houston, still tied at three, the Indians and the Astros. They have that afternoon game. Indians will be off tomorrow, and then they come home. Into the wind is Amstutz, the one-out pitch, swung on and grounded foul by Hendrick. Off the third-base dugout screen. Everybody puts those screens in front of the dugouts now in softball. If you remember, about three or four years ago, one of the Waynedale girls got hit in the throat on a screaming line drive at Norway, and then they put the screens up in front the next year. And the 0-1 pitch to Hedrick. Nice changeup. Swung on and missed. And the count goes 0-2. Amstutz, like Temple, starting to change her speeds a little bit. But she's still having trouble getting her footing where Temple has dug the hole right in front of the pitching rubber. And that pitch swung on and missed. Another nice fastball by Amstutz. Strike three to Hedrick. She goes down. Two away now. And it brings to the plate the top of the order, Leitenberger, who started off that disastrous fifth inning for Waynedale, where they gave up two runs by being hit by a pitch. So she is 0 for 1, swung on, fly ball, center field, going back is polling. Plenty of room, grabs it, and that'll do it for Loudonville. Here in the fifth inning of play, we go to the sixth. It is still Loudonville 2 and Waynedale nothing. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. 
I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Well, they got this sixth inning underway quickly. Morgan Wiss already taking the first two pitches for two balls. Bears down 2 nothing. They've got six outs to come up with two runs or their season is over. 2-0 and the count to Wiss from Temple. And the pitch swung on and fouled over near the first base side. Coming over and making the play is Leitenberger over near the Waynedale dugout for the out. So Wiss fouls out to first. One down, and it brings up Megan Omstutz. Omstutz, one for two. Infield single, and she struck out. And that pitch is a called strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. Jade Mast is on deck. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and bounced foul behind home plate. And the count will now move to 0-2. Our next broadcast game, if the Bears don't come back and win this one, will be Monday from Norway at 2 o'clock. Next pitch swung on and grounded a second, bounced away from Leedy and into short center field for a base hit. So Amstutz gets a base hit. One way, one on, and it brings up Jade Mast. Mast got a single her last time up, lined it right over the third baseman's head down the left field line for a single, and struck out the first time up. So she is one for two. And Mast swings and grounds it to second. Leedy is going to go to second, can't get the throw there, pulled her off the bag, the shortstop, spring, and the Bears now have runners at first and at second with one down on the fielder's choice. That's got to be an error against the second baseman, Leedy, allowing Amstutz to get to second. So, one away, and it brings up Chloe McFern. And McFern watches that first pitch drop down low and bounce on the plate. One and oh the count. Amstutz at second. Mast is at first. And the 1-0 pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And the count now evens at 1-1. Destiny Underwood is on deck for the Bears. one and one the count to McFern. And the pitch to the plate is down low. 2-1. and one. McFern ahead in the count. And Troyer has moved on deck to hit. Upstairs, 3-1. and one. McFern ahead in the count. So Troyer has moved on deck to hit for Destiny Underwood. And the 3-1 pitch to McFern right down Main Street for a called strike, 3-2. and two. Temple just put it right down the middle, and McFern let it go. 3-2 and two the count. One away. Temple into the wind, and the payoff pitch swung on and tapped right back to the mound. Temple can't get it, and everyone will be safe. It went right off the glove of Temple, so another infield single by the Bears. That is their second here in the inning, and it will bring up 
Troyer to the plate, and it will also bring to the mound Serena Fenton, the third-year head coach of Loudonville. So the Bears, Megan Amstutz reached on a single. Jade Mast reached on a fielder's choice, and on the air, Amstutz took second. And McFern just got an infield single right back through the box. And now it will be Troyer coming in and hitting for Underwood with the bases loaded and one away here in the sixth inning. And then Sidney Miller will be on deck. Bears are down two to nothing. But they've got a golden scoring opportunity going for them here. So Troyer, the freshman, steps into the batter's box, hitting 114 this year, and she takes the first pitch for a called strike. Tough situation to put a freshman in at this point in time, pinch hitting for Underwood with the bases loaded and the season on the line, and she takes that one high and outside, ball one. One and one the count. Sidney Miller on deck. Temple with the bases loaded. The 1-1 pitch. Swung on and grounded right back through the box and into center field for a base hit. Here comes the runner from second. She's going to score, and the game is tied at two. So Troyer came up with the base hit right back through the box into center field, driving home two runs. Amstutz and Mast came home to score, and we're tied at two here in the sixth inning, but the Bears aren't done yet. They have got runners now as McFern is at second. Troyer is at first, and Sidney Miller bunts it right back to the mound. Temple picks it up. There's nobody covering the bag. Everyone's safe. So Miller gets the bunt single, and it will bring up Kendall Lloyd. Bases are loaded. Third hit of the inning by Waynedale. The bases are loaded. McFern is at third. Troyer at second. Miller at first. And the Bears... One of their leading hitters, senior Kendall Lloyd, is up to the plate in a 2-2 game. Here in the sixth inning, one down. Temple, the wind, the pitch to Lloyd. Swung on, popped up on the infield. Going back is Leedy, the second baseman, grabs it, and she'll throw it home. But Waynedale's not sending anybody. Now the ball gets by the catcher, but McFern is going to stay right at third. So Lloyd pops out to second. Two down, and it brings up Riley Poling. Bowling, one for three on the afternoon. Two down, 2-2 score. Here in the sixth inning. And now, as time is called, and I'm not sure, I think Temple wants to get her uniform adjusted. And Poling now will step up to the plate. And the wind and the pitch to polling is low and outside for a ball. McFern, the go-ahead run at third. Troyer at second. Sidney Miller at first. Bases are loaded, two down. 1-0 the count to polling. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on a line right back to Temple. And she grabs it. And that'll do it for the Bears here in the inning. But in the inning, they come up with two big runs and they tie the score as we head to the bottom of the sixth. 
It is Loudonville 2, Waynedale 2. Okay, so this Nudable, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, the Bears come through with two runs in the top of the sixth inning. And the way that inning ended, it was rather almost controversial because Temple grabbed the line drive, and she barely had the ball in her glove, and she just grabbed it and flipped it up in the air. And, boy, you could almost, as an umpire, just say that she never had control of it, but they didn't. So it's 2-2. Two to two. Here as we head into the bottom of the sixth inning, Spring leads it off and swings and fouls the first pitch back. 0-1 the count. Then comes Sarah Wickline and Temple. So it's the two, three, and four hitters for Loudonville against Amstutz, who's had one blip in this game, and that was the fourth inning where she gave up the two runs. And that pitch called strike to spring. And the count now is 0-2. Amstutz again, pawing at the rubber, trying to fill in that hole. The Temple always goes out there and digs in. Temple will go out, dig a hole right in front of the rubber, take two warm-up pitches, and she's ready to go. That pitch is up high. Amstutz throws it upstairs, one and two the count. Then when Amstutz goes out to throw, she fills in the hole, takes about three or four warm-up pitches, and then spends the rest of the inning trying to get the hole to her liking. And the one-two pitch swung on, fly ball out into right center field, but going back into right center field is the second baseman, Sidney Miller, and she'll grab it. For the first out of the inning. One away and it brings up Wickline. Who's 0 for 1. She walked her last time up. Came around to score on the base hit by Temple. We're tied at 2 here in the bottom of the 6th. And the pitch to the plate. Upstairs. Ball 1. I'm not sure where that pitch was. But according to the home plate umpire, it was outside. 1-0 the count. Amstutz into the wind in the 1-0. That is outside and low again, 2-0. Now suddenly the strike zone shrinking with one down here in the sixth. And the 2-0 pitch to the plate. That pitch is a called strike at the belt. Two balls, one strike to count. Temple's on deck. For Loudonville, we're tied at two. Amstutz peering down. And now the 2-2 pitch is lined into right field for a base hit. Hershberger will get it back in. So Wickline goes to right field with the base hit. Second of the ball game. Only the second for Loudonville. Anna brings to the plate. 
the other player that's got a hit for Loudonville today, and that is Morgan Temple. She is one for two with a strikeout, base hit, two RBIs. Wickline at first as Temple takes that pitch over the heart of the plate for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Temple had the base hit the last time up. The wind by Amstutz and the pitch is inside and low. Huntsberger comes up, fakes a throw to first base, but going back is Wickline in plenty of time. 1-1 one one the count now. Leedy is on deck now for Loudonville as we start getting some clouds in over the horizon to cover the sun. But still just a gorgeous day out. And that pitch swung on and line inside the bag and fair down the third base line and into foul territory. But going over and grabbing it is Chloe McFern and getting it back in. So back-to-back base hits as Temple lines one down the left field line. And now Loudonville has got... A scoring opportunity here with Wickline at second. She's the go-ahead run. Anna will bring to the plate Leedy. Leedy was hit by a pitch. And struck out her last time up. So Leedy, 0 for 1. Runners at first and second for Loudonville. One down, and that pitch is taken for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Amstutz looking in for the sign. Playing in close to third is Wiss. And the 0-1 pitch swung on and topped foul right off of the top of the dugout on the third base side. And the count now is 0-2. Boy, Amstutz could use a strikeout here. Or something hit directly at someone. 0-2 the count. And the pitch to the plate. That's high and outside. Amstutz came back with the fastball. Thought maybe she could get Leedy to go after something out of the strike zone, but she didn't. And the count now, one ball, two strikes. Winner of this game plays the winner of the Triway Black River game going on at Black River today. And the one-two swung on and missed. Throw down to third base is not in time as they were running. So there are two outs and the double steal. Boy, a big, big play by Serena Fenton to pull the double steal. Temple goes to second. Wickline is now at third on the stolen base. The K by Leedy. There's two down. And it will bring to the plate Candell. Candell with two down is struck out twice, both times looking. So now runners at second and third. And a base hit would give Loudonville the lead. And the pitch swung on and missed by Candell. 0-1 the count. Edmondson, who probably had the at-bat of the day her last time up, is on deck. 0-1 the count to Candell, the third baseman. And the pitch to the plate swung on and missed. She was ahead of that changeup. And the count now, no balls, two strikes. Could be the pitch of the season here for Amstutz. 
and the Lady Bears. 0-2 the count. Runners at second and third in a 2-2 game. And the pitch to the plate. Called strike three over the outside corner. Third time today, Kandel has gone down looking. Loudonville threatens, but cannot score. And as we head to the seventh, we're tied at two. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Well, the Bears got out of a jam in that bottom half of the sixth inning. And now they will bring to the plate Carmen Huntsberger, Morgan Wiss, and Megan Omstutz. They're three, four, and five hitters. Wickline seems to be taking her time getting back behind the plate. And Temple, who has said only usually takes a couple of warm-up pitches to get things going. And that's exactly what she does. She took one, and now she's ready to go. And Huntsberger will come to the plate. Boy, this would be the perfect time for Carmen to hit her first home run of the year. She sacrificed, then grounded to third and flied to center. So she is 0 for 2 here this afternoon. Leading it off here in the seventh inning, we are tied at 2. And the pitch from Temple, down low, ball one. Huntsberger on the year. Hitting 5.06 coming into this afternoon's game. And the 1-0, that pitch is down low again. 2-0. So Temple, on the first couple of pitches, not giving Huntsberger anything that she can pull. 2-0 the count to the Bears' senior catcher. And the next pitch swung on. Fly ball out into short right center field. Coming over is the right fielder, Hendrick, and she grabs it for the first out of the inning. So Huntsberger flies to right, one away, and it brings up Morgan Wiss. Wiss 0 for 3 in the ballgame, hitting 344 on the year, and the pitch to her is swung on it, grounded past the mound, coming in as the shortstop sprang, throws over, not in time! So Wiss reaches on the infield single, one down, Wiss at first, and it brings up Megan Omstutz. Amstutz is two for three here today. Left-handed hitter steps in. And Jade Mast is on deck. And the pitch outside for a ball. Two Amstutz, one another count. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate is a called strike over the outside corner. Not to deprecate the umpire, but if that was a strike, then a couple of pitches that Amstutz threw in the last inning were two. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate swung on and missed. Throw down to first base, get back with a dive as Wiss. And the count now, one ball, two strikes. That was the best fastball the Temple has thrown today. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate swung on and grounded into left field for a base hit by Wiss. Holding it, or for Amstutz, excuse me, and Wiss will take second. 
So Amstutz, three for four here this afternoon, got a base hit going with the pitch. Runners at first and second, and Jade Mast is up. And Chloe McFern is on deck. Mast, left-handed hitter. Wiss, the go-ahead run at second. And that pitch is a called strike. Boy, has the strike zone increased in this seventh inning. It decreased in the sixth, and it has increased here in the seventh. Owen won the count, and the pitch to the plate is another called strike. Down low it looked, but now the count is 0-2. Wow. ground ball, third base. Picked up, shoveled over to third base in time. A spring, got it over to Candell. And Wiss is out. Stu Swinehart is arguing the play, but Wiss is going to be forced at third, and it will bring up Chloe McFern. So there are two away. And that pitch, McFern hits it down the right field line for a base hit. Rounding third and coming home as Omstutz the throw home. Not in time. McFern comes through with a big hit down the right field line. And the Bears have taken the lead at 3-2. to two. What a big RBI single by Chloe McFern. And standing at third base is Jade Mast. So the Bears have runners at first and at third. With two down. And... It is Troyer back up to the plate, and she takes that pitch for a called strike. Big base hit by Chloe McFern, probably the biggest one she's had in her career, and the Bears lead it at 3-2. to two. And the pitch to Troyer swung on and popped over the head of the pitcher, coming in to spring it short. She's got no play, and coming home to score is Jade Mast, and it is now 4-2, to two, Wayne Dale. Two big runs here in the seventh inning of play, and in the sixth, and the Bears have erased a 2-0 deficit, and they now lead it at 4-2. Troyer, now on the afternoon, is 2-for-2. Drives home a run. And the pitch to the plate to Sidney Miller is... Down low for a call. Well, they'll call it a strike. And that pitch is down low. And that is going to be Caitlin Hershberger who is up now. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and tapped foul up the third base side. And the count now is 0-2. McFern off at second, and that pitch is swung on and grounded right back to the mound. Temple picks it up, throws to first, not in time. McFern rounds third, and she's going to hold right there. Ball just popped in and out of the glove of Leitenberger at first base. So now the bases are loaded. That will be the second error of the game against Loudonville. And the bases are loaded. McFern is on at third, and it brings up Kendall Lloyd, and the Bears can really break this thing open. They now lead it at 4-2. to two. And the pitch to Lloyd is a strike over the inside corner. 
Owen won the count. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate is outside for a ball. 1-1 the count. Bears have broken through. They lead at 4-2. And the next pitch swung right back through the box and into center field for a base hit. Bears will score one as McFern comes home to score. And holding right close at third is Troyer. And now it is 5-2. Waynedale on top. And the Bears have really started peppering. And the bases will remain loaded. As Lloyd gets a base hit to center. Driving home a run. Anna brings up Riley Poling. 5-2, to two, Waynedale on top of it. Poling hits one out into short center field for a base hit right over the second baseman's head. And the Bears will get two runs to come home and score. Rounding second going to third as Lloyd. She'll slide in safely. And on at second base now is Riley Poling. And it is now 6-2, to two, Waynedale on top of it. And Lloyd will be at third and Riley Poling after the base hit to center is on at first base. Or at second base, excuse me. And it brings up Carmen Huntsberger, who started off this inning by flying out to right field, and then the Bears got going. And that first pitch is taken down low for a ball. 1-0 the count. And the pitch to the plate is taken inside for a strike. One ball, one strike the count. And the pitch to the plate to Huntsberger is in tight that time. And the count now is one, two and one. Bears have broken through for four runs here in the seventh and lead it six to two. Next pitch swung on and fouled over near the third base dugout. And the count now two balls, two strikes. Huntsberger out of the batter's box, now steps back in. And the pitch to the plate, swung on and missed. Strike three, so the Bears go down here in the inning, but they come up with four big runs, and they leave two on, and as they head to the bottom of the seventh, they're three outs away from moving on. It is six to two, Waynedale. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Well, the Lady Bears come through with four runs in the top of the seventh inning, and they lead it now six to two, and it will be the bottom part of the batting order for Loudonville. Edmondson, Graham, 
and Hedrick will be up against Megan Amstutz. What a big hit by Chloe McFern that put the Bears on top of this one for the first time today in that seventh inning. And the pitch to Edmondson is a called strike over the inside corner, strike one. Edmondson 0 for 2, but back in the fourth inning, she had a great at-bat, about 14 pitches that she fought Amstutz on. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball, out to shortstop. Kendall Lloyd will grab it for the first out here in the inning. Bears now two outs away from moving on, and it brings up Graham, who's 0 for 2. She struck out, looking, and grounded to second. Amstutz trying to get two more outs and move Waynedale into the sectional final game tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock, and we'll let you know where that is as soon as we find out. It could be at Waynedale, It could be at Black River. And that pitch is inside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Black River's playing Triway. If Triway wins and Waynedale wins here, it would be held at Waynedale because Triway was the 10 seed. Waynedale was the 9. Next pitch swung on and fouled over the first base dugout and out of play over onto the soccer field. And the count now 1-1. One and one. Graham with one down here in the inning. And the pitch is high and in tight. And the count now two and one. Two balls, one strike the count to Graham. And the pitch to the plate. Amstutz taking plenty of time. And now the pitch swung on and grounded right back to the mound. Amstutz picks it up, throw over to first in time. And the Bears are one out away. So there's two down, and it brings up Hedrick. Hedrick steps into the batter's box. She is 0 for 2 today. And I don't see any scores right now on the Triway Black River game. And that first pitch is taken high and outside for a ball. 1 0 the count. On deck is Leitenberger. As I continue to look here and see if we can pick up any scores on that game. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back to the backstop. And the count evens at 1 1. Nothing, nothing out of Black River Triway as of yet. And as we said, if Black River wins, it'll be held at Black River tomorrow if and that pitch swung on popped out into short left field Kendall Lloyd goes back and grabs it and that'll do it here this afternoon in this one as the Bears score four runs in the top of the sixth inning or seventh inning excuse me and they win the ball game by a final score of 6-2. to two. We'll be back to wrap things up after this. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. 
I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Boy, what a big game here. Big win this afternoon for the Waynedale Lady Bears as they up their mark to 13 and 15 on the year and they move on to play tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. The site will be determined. It would either be Black River or Waynedale because if Triway beats Black River, then the game will be held at Waynedale tomorrow at 5. If it's Black, if it's Black River, then the game would be held near Sullivan at Black River High School, and that would be at 5 o'clock. That's because Black River got the number six seed and did not. And so we are still looking for a score between Triway 1. So the game will be held at Waynedale tomorrow. So Triway won the game. So the game will be held at Waynedale tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. So we did get that figured up here. So now that game will be played tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. In this one, Loudonville pulled out the two runs in the fourth inning of play and led it two to nothing. And then in the sixth inning, Waynedale came back to tie it up. As it started innocently enough, Morgan Wiss just popped out the first base. Then Megan Omstutz reached on a single. Jade Mass got on base on a fielder's choice in the first error of the ball game. Chloe McFern then got a base hit on an infield single. And then Lindsey Troyer got a base hit to center field, and that drove home the two runs to tie the thing up at two apiece. And then the Bears came back to score four runs in the seventh and win the game by a final of 6-2. to two. We'll be back to wrap it up and give away our Lim's Pizza start of the game right after this timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. So Megan Omstutz picked up the victory here this afternoon, and on the year for Megan, that would be her 11th victory of the year. She now moves her record to 11-9. and Meanwhile, Waynedale's record is now 13-15, and and they continue on trying to defend their district championship from last year, and they'll do that again tomorrow against Worcester Triway. We will give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game right after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. On the square of Fredericksburg, 
Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, it's pretty easy to figure out who our star of the game is going to be here this afternoon. It's going to be Chloe McFern. McFern had a big say in who won this game here today as she went two for three on the afternoon with a sacrifice in her first at bat. But her RBI single in the seventh inning drove home the winning run, and the Bears end up winning it by a final of 6-2. to two. So Chloe McFern is our winner of the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game. She wins a large two-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. So we'll be back at Waynedale tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock, and we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 445, as the Bears will play Triway tomorrow, and that will begin at 5 o'clock. Our thanks to Kelly Sebo, the AD over here at Loudonville. Our thanks to Stu Swinehart. And, of course, Barb Huntsberger for helping us out here this afternoon from Waynedale. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing, for Mandy Wanzik for putting things up on Facebook, but most of all, our thanks to you for listening here today. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score here this afternoon from Loudonville. It was Waynedale 6 and Loudonville 2. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon at 5 here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Softball. This game has been brought to you by the Shop Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905, Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now at 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Spidel Funeral Home with two locations in Brewster and in Mount Eaton. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. And by Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. This has been a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com.